Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's good to clarify these things before we start the episode. <laughs> Lucy, are you plugged in? To are what? you? Plugged into what? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Have you turned yourself on and off again? Yeah. Okay. Oh, seamless. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch. An in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, fabulous Vibreeze, and a poorly Lucy Freeman, because she's been vaxxed and I'm she's not, not feeling I'm, maxed. I'm not, yes. No, you're just a bit sweaty. Yes. But hallucinatory, that's what I am. So, yes, delirious. I'm here on hand to uh, sweep up any um, prickly objects. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week. Oh my God! Sorry. Oh my God, was that you? No, it was uh, Cooper chasing off a squirrel outside. I actually. Sorry. Did my you jump? heart, yes, it went tingly because I'd been joking about you having a bad fever. No. <laughs> then you died live on air. <laughs> I just thought, imagine the ratings though. Then we'd get in the Guardian. <laughs> Blooming neck. That was so much better than my fizzy drink. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes, there was a squirrel parading up and down outside the window, and Cooper, oh Cooper God. ignored it's, it for as long as caninely possible, and then. I, I think what the listeners want to know is, is Cooper mic'd up? <laughs> no, he's just extremely loud. <laughs> oh, it's like he's got one of those Annika Rice mic packs on. <laughs> Stop the clock, Kenneth, I found a clue. I think um, uh, there's a wood panel floor in here. So his claws yes. and his feet as he yeah. goes thundering across. Mm. But it doesn't matter because once you get your new mic, Lucy, what oh, you'll yes. get for Christmas. yes. From myself, yes. There'll be no room sound. No. All we'll hear is your titillating voice. Yes, titillating. We, and we'll just hear occasionally. We'll hear, but that'll be it. Mm. And we won't hear. Am I getting a new dog as well then? Because that would be great. (laughs) Harriet says I have to put you down, Cooper, and get a new one. What is quieter, right? Mm. (laughs) And when you fall off your chair, we won't even notice. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Oh, yeah, charming. so we can just get... Yeah, well, it's just much better on. for the listeners. Yes. Yeah. Much better for their, for their ears. Their listening experience. <laughs> she died and you'd never know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the exciting news, isn't it, yes, Lucy? Yes, Christmas present yes. on, on the way yes, to yes. Lucy. I, I am going to get that, yes, I promise. Yes, yes, yes. Um, now, Lucy. Yes. Now then, before we start on your emails, let's have... Are you ready? I am. Are you sure? Yes. Have you mocked yourself down? Yes, thank you. Okay, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. This week in Ambridge featured some frankly extraordinary scenes, even by the Archer standards. I spent the week alternately going, huh? and cheering. Brad challenged Ben to a duel, then cycled round the village dressed as a tortoise. Mick seems to be under the impression that Helen's partner is called Emily. Mia (laughs) believes the UK should be full of wild horses like Dartmoor, where they amble across the roads and mug hikers for their sandwiches. And Joy told Lee he was a flowerpot man. We began the week with Chelsea and Ben squabbling in a field about what she should do. Brad then challenged Ben to a duel, which was an unexpected turn up, and Ben challenged Brad to a lift to Lower Loxley. All very odd. Chelsea told the entire village one by one and swore them all to secrecy about her pregnancy, so now no one knows who else knows, so they'll all go to their graves, clutching Chelsea's not-very-secret to their chests. But, but, all of a sudden... People all over Ambridge started discovering their cojones, their testicles, their ovaries, or whatever else is the source of their courage and power. It was like an epidemic of Beyonce memes. Marvellous stuff. Firstly, I was dreading poor Mia being forced to tutor sociopathic Georgie. And what happened? She ran rings around him. 
<laughs> Admittedly, a wheelbarrow looks like a PhD student next to Georgie, but she was brilliant and he was cowed. And now I am worried they're going to do the old switcheroo on us and reveal that Georgie is significantly neurodiverse and we will all feel guilty about thinking he is a knobber. But I am unrepentant and know plenty of neurodiverse people who are not knobbers. So there, scriptwriters, said Lucy defensively. <sighs> Alan suddenly grew a pair too. Natasha clopped around the church, saying, Tell you what, Alan, let's just replace all the reference to the boring stuff, you know, the war and soldiers and death and God, and have a massive stained glass representation of me, rampant on a bed of leeks, surrounded by Seren and Nova, with the Bridge Fresh app in one corner. She seems to think this is some sort of Insta opportunity. I'm working with the Church of England on my personal branding. Jimmus then accused Alan of being a clerical cowardy custard, terrified of the pegster, which, to be fair, was absolutely accurate. But then the worm turned and you could hear Natasha's bottom lip sticking out in fury. But to be fair, she's probably had so much lip filler, she looks on the verge of tears pretty much all the time anyway. <laughs> Alistair said he was worried that the new nurse would emanate monotony, which you'd have thought he'd have been used to having been married to Shula for decades. <laughs> Instead, we got the full-on Paul. Great eyebrows, waspish delivery, annoyingly over-familiar, no restraint or decorum, but a nervous giggle and a lot of what was euphemistically described as sparkle, twinkle, verve, etc. All of which meant gay without saying gay. Alistair appears to be having some sort of breakdown, especially when he found out that the sainted Denise had begat Paul, which Alistair seemed to see as some sort of conspiracy, oddly. Anyway... Paul and Alistair trolled over to Barrow. Look, they started this. I didn't. I'm just going with it. To Varda the pig's lallies. And Martin was, goodness, what a shock, a little bit homophobic. And lo, Alistair also found his principles and testicles and said, hang on a minute, Mr. Martin, so-called Gibson. You don't talk to the faintly annoying son of the woman I love like that. And Martin Gibson, highly unlikely Lily, said, oh, yes, sorry, which was totally unrealistic. But there we are. So now Paul and Alistair are best friends and Paul has agreed to let Alistair stroke his eyebrows or something, I don't know. I was cheering too loudly to listen. Also, can I just say, as if a show should have such an ostentatiously stereotyped gay character in it, obsessed with personal appearance and tactless in his approach. Thank goodness we rise above that sort of thing. Please send all complaints to Harriet Carmichael. Thank you very much. And before I finish, did you notice that the Archers is now doing hearing signs for the partially sighted on the radio, which was an unusual initiative, but very well done, I have to say. Helen and Lee very thoughtfully described a scene to each other, which had literally just happened. They had both seen it. They were both right there. And then the boys ran around the garden and they made a noise like this. And then they ran about a bit more. Well done, BBC, for the love of God. Anyway, and finally, through a combination of Natasha, garlic mushrooms, the internet and a pack of cards, Chelsea has decided that the timing is all wrong to her to have a baby now. I don't care if Chelsea used tarot, tossed a coin, visited a necromancer or got her own window in St. Stephen's. The relief that she has made a decision is huge. Hallelujah. Now, as long as Ben doesn't stick his oar in, we can move on. The country is going backwards, but we can go forward. And thank <laughs> God for that. The end. I don't think that is the end of that baby no. saga. That baby, I don't think, is being terminated. Oh, because, no. Was it Katie or somebody who... who um said otherwise we wouldn't have been referencing it as the baby no i think it is do you think yeah i was awfully late i know isn't it? i know late because also i assume by the time she gets a an appointment that baby's going to be almost viable i think they move you forward if it's urgent i hope so because she's on the list isn't she because right. she went to see the midwife but you know yeah the, at least as long as natasha's not there in the made. waiting room oh saying god so what's happening then what are you doing i, I love natasha because i actually quite oh. like hanging out with those um people that are right old bitches and love a bit of gossip but oh. then come full circle and are super manipulative and are you're suddenly your best friend and you tell them everything i am actually quite attracted to people like that for some reason god I that's awful why because they're full-bodied fun <laughs> Because they know everything and they're right old bitches, but then they pretend they're not. I don't, what are you doing? Me, my I, mouse is frozen oh, and I can't open the script. I, I, I thought it was Cooper scratching his balls or something. It's a, so you're, it's a scratchy noise. Oh, sorry, I'll stop. No, I just what, can't oh, so, read the script, but that's um, fine. Is it your it. eyes that are frozen? Maybe. No. Um, uh, don't worry, Liz. Don't mock uh, the afflicted. I'm sorry, very. Sorry. Poorly what about um, put it on your phone? Then you can use your finger. Oh yes. Who has a mouse? 
Who has a mouse? Oh. I don't. I haven't had a mouse since nineteen. That's well, because you're so young, Harriet. Can't I? <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a mouse. To mm. be fair, I only. I only know what a laptop is. I didn't. I didn't know you could even get a mouse on a laptop. Ah, it's because my batteries are flat. It's just oh, told me. Well, that's the thing. Can't you use your fingers on your laptop? No. Well, yes, probably, but I don't know how to. <laughs> I'll just tell you. I'll tell you what. I, I am using I'll... my fingers now, Harriet, to make a very oh. rude gesture at the <laughs> Clean Feed audio link, can I just say? Yes. At moi. At um, you, yes. I will. I t- I'll audio describe what you have to say in the script, so don't okay. worry. <laughs> <laughs> you just repeat. Was it me or was that really a really stupid scene? It, it was a bit odd, wasn't it? I mean, we we couldn't see what they were doing. So they told us what they were doing, but they did tell us in a way that, you know, like it, it was like an audio description. Wasn't and the, yes, and then they did this and then yeah. they did that. And you think, yes, you were both there. Why are you telling each other? They need to have... If they were but, telling Pat, who wasn't there, fair enough. Yes. But why would you be telling somebody that had just witnessed it with you? Yes. And was reacting to it with you. And then, uh, so what is it about? I thought it was quite um, quite a lot going on this week, I thought. There mm. were quite a lot of It characters. was a Warburton week, so it was lovely writing. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Although, did you... I, I felt that we were slightly in 1952 for, for quite a few scenes. Okay. Oh, which? Well, Paul? I, I mean, it, it just sort of like... I, I thought it was a bit... Um, maybe that sort of thing does happen in the country, but I mean... The sort of like this man is, is um, is <laughs> no. As you said, all the twinkle and sparkle. Yeah. To be honest, I genuinely didn't notice that. I just thought he's a demonstrative actor. <laughs> I just thought That's he sounds like an actor. Everybody you work with and know I mean, is gay or an actor, which is basically but exactly yeah. or just affectionate people. I yeah. just I don't really know anyone who wouldn't. No. do hugs and you know like we, i live in a very tactile work environment so yeah. it didn't really i didn't I no but it is that come. kind of oh alistair i'll report back all that yes. very kind of camp knowing yes stuff but then then i realized that it was yes deliberately i guess leading to um him but, but then so but why did it what i couldn't really get was i just sort of thought does that even happen in 2022 anymore does it does it does it and it wouldn't you just wouldn't it be nothing to do with the fact that he's gay just go hold back mm. the hugging just yeah. um so this sort of i don't know it just annoyed me a little bit i it was i don't know i just um i didn't i wasn't quite comfortable with it being um as you said lucy we would we do, we don't we don't stereotype any of the characters that no. we um, create. No, but, but to be fair, then God forbid on, on the BBC. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, I didn't mind. I liked Paul as the character. I guess it was interesting the relationship between him and Alistair, and it was nice that Alistair did. You know, obviously, you do get people who uh, still have hang-ups and prejudices. Yeah. But I just didn't. I don't know. Just I wasn't completely. No, I do know what you mean. It was something. Uh, overdone because, about it. Only because surely it's nothing to do with his sexuality. It's just to do mm. with he's he's a bit. Uh, um, he's not. He. You know. You just say. Do sorry. This. Mm. The, we're we're quite a formal yeah. practice. But then no. you couldn't have had Martin because he had to. Oh, yeah. Martin had yeah. to object, yeah, and you yeah, couldn't sure. say, "I don't want him working here because he's a bit huggy." You yeah. Can, you, you know. Um, he's a bit of an actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I like the introduction of Paul. He's yeah, a good character. Yeah, I like the um, you know, that's the twist. He's Denise's son. That was all yeah. quite fun, wasn't it? Yeah. But uh, wasn't and Alistair odd? He's going to. What does he odd. mean? He's reporting back. To, you know, you'd think if 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 the woman that he loved, if their son, he would be, he would be. I was going to say bending over backwards, but maybe not. He would be <laughs> doing will. everything in his power to make yes. Paul feel welcome and happy, and say say hi to your mum. How's she doing? If she wants to pop in and see, you know, but rather also, than this, what's she doing? She's they're spying on us. You know, it's really it, weird. It was weird, wasn't it? It was really defend. He was so defensive, and then you're like, well, hang on a minute, because don't you remember when when he'd almost turned into Jacob as well because when Jacob turned up at the vet and was the complete opposite yes, of Paul yeah. he was going why was don't you like him he's just really friendly isn't he and he was going yes, but you think that actually Jacob would have had the yes, problem with him yeah. not Alistair yeah. so that didn't sit quite right but anyway never mind I love a new character um, sounds like a great guy uh, so yeah all fine um, 
but what I what I didn't get was you know the joke he made a joke about um, what's a what's a Labrador's favourite song or something. Now I know what he was doing <laughs> when he was singing to the doggy. Yeah. And he was going, um, oh, but then, see, maybe that's what pissed me off a bit as well. It was like, what's your favourite song from a musical? Yes. And it's like, oh, come uh, on. Yeah, I know, yeah. The signposting yeah. is yes. irritating. Yes, yeah. I don't, anyway, but that was sort of annoyed me. Yes, no, I But at no, least it could have yeah. been, there is nothing like a Dane. Yes. Which would have worked, because yeah. at least he was punning. Yes. So it, I just... It's, it was slightly clunky, wasn't it? Some yes. Of it, which was a bit of a shame. Yes, no, but, I agree. Um, I know what you mean. Or uh, could we just have like listened to the song? That would have been great because it's a great song. <laughs> I'm really happy for the 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 for Paul to be in every single scene as long as we hear um, something from Guys and Dolls. Yeah. Okay. Every time he enters, yeah. we could have a bit of. Um, yeah. I love you, a bushel and the peck. Anyway, and then I was trying to think of other musical... Obviously, um, Paul. every time Paul enters or leaves a room, he, d- he high kicks his way yeah. in and out. <laughs> but that's the thing. Rather than do that... Hiya! Yeah, what's the glitter? <laughs> oh, there goes another teapot from the top shelf. Yeah, it got... It got but I think it was... I think I hadn't even... Because I'm so... Uh, uh, maybe I'm not. I, I'm not sure I'd even clocked that he was supposed to be a gay character by that point. I just found the sort of why did it have to be? He's very a, friendly and open. I just he? thought he was a very demonstrative person. Mm. But um, then I was trying. This is really hard, and maybe the uh, listeners could write in, Lucy. Can you think of any other musical song puns that involve dogs? It's very hard. I mean, I've literally spent my whole week thinking of like, you know, like um, you could have, um, you know, a, a Labrador's favourite James Bond film, The Man with the Golden Retriever, that <laughs> sort of thing. But that's terrible. Yes. It's I very like hard. I mean, there's Hound Dog, which is a song. Yes. A song from a musical. Mm. So I thought, it's fine. I basically spent my whole week thinking about how that scene could have gone a bit better and okay. funny. <laughs> You clearly didn't. I'm, I'm trying to think lines. of dog puns, but my brain is running at about a third yeah, of its exactly. normal speed. So it's no, it's not, You'd yeah. think it was easy. You'd yeah. think it was easy. Spaniel Harlem? How about that? That's not from a... That's, that's, oh, that's pretty good, Lucy. Yeah, but it's not that's from good. a musical, though. That's, well, that's the thing I was thinking. Dream to dream, there's nothing there. Um, one enchanted evening, there's nothing there. Climbed yes. every mastiff? Climbed oh, my God. You are mastiff. good at this. This is why I needed you next to me. You're very good. Good. Maybe uh, the listeners could come up with some uh, doggy musical puns that we can pass on to Paul. Yes. Next time he's uh, yes. uh, caressing a uh, cockapoo. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um. So, uh, yeah. I, I, you've upset me by saying that that isn't the end of the baby. It is the end of the baby. Please, God. Uh, it, to me, it's you can see why... Some people will be troubled because mm, um, yes. it's a very late termination, yeah. which is which is you know, complete, yeah. you know, yeah. completely the you know a woman's choice, absolutely. But it just makes it a bit sadder, doesn't it? I was I so no, and more traumatic for yes. Chelsea, and much and a much more difficult operation, yeah. and yeah. all of that. Yeah, I mean, I. Um... I've loathed Natasha at the moment. I just want to kill her. Oh, I know. Um, I know you. I, I want know. to go for a drink with her. Oh God! <laughs> um, I, I love her. St- the way she just, the way she's just, the way she just was like, oh well, I did tell Helen and Lee, but if it's got round the village, it's basically like completely excusing yeah. herself. I yeah. love that. I love her. And her. also the, because I was thinking about this, you have to have those outside characters who can bust the shibboleths in, in Ambridge. So you had Matt Crawford, who didn't believe, didn't didn't pay, didn't do the bowing and scraping to Brian Aldridge yeah. that everyone yeah. else did, because yeah. why would he? And, um, uh, and a bit like see, Susan didn't used to give a shit, really, about, you know... No, she was... She was hu- but no, she was hugely alive to... Um, uh, to, to class distinction, though. Right, right, Whereas yeah. Matt Crawford was outside that because he was just all about money. Yeah. And the same thing with uh, Natasha, with the kind of, yes, I don't want all this thinking and let's ask everyone in the village. Over this. She just said, see, um, we, we don't, not everything has to move at a snail's pace, does it? Yeah. And I was like, are you joking? This, 
The entire village. That's the entire village is built on things moving into snail's face. <laughs> I know what I thought she was her sort of dismissiveness yes. of yeah. the church. Yeah. And what's it got yeah, to yeah, do yeah. with the church? God and Alan was like, No, it's it's uh, it's the church's window, Natasha. She was like, Yeah, yeah, whatever. I I genuinely really liked oh, Natasha. But God. although actually having quite liked that storyline, I I'm a bit bored of it now. Mm. I'm bored of that as well. Also, I mean if Alan needs a new window, to be fair, he smashed it. <laughs> and if someone's offering Ray for a new win, just get them to do it. Yeah, but where does that stop then? But otherwise, the church is going to have to pay for that window. I mean, it's sort of to me like just paint over them. But there are some things you cannot. Looking. There are some things you cannot buy your way into, and that's what you know. It's not even Natasha's money, and then she's like, "And Peggy pays." Yes, good. Okay, next. You know, and it's not even her money. But like. There's a hole in his bucket. There's a hole in his window. Someone's offering to fill it up with glass and some stars on it. All you need to do is just go, oh, and can you just say, um, put Novan and Sarah on two corners and just say um, a celebration of Ambridge. Or, mm. do you, know, you know, it's actually No, I think he's quite right. Up. I think he's quite he's right. And I think it's the thin end of the wedge. Harry, I have to let the dog out because the garden is absolutely full of squirrels. And if I don't, he's going to start hurling himself at the door. Hang on one second. I'm Good so luck, sorry squirrels. about this. <laughs> Squirrels, I'm thinking of you. Those are the squirrels, poor squirrels. That was a squirrel climbing up a tree. Aya, aya, those poor squirrels. Did any of them make it? No, they all, they all legged it. As soon as I open the door, they all leg it. Good. It's just this psychological warfare that Cooper and the squirrels have will that they are engaged in. Throughout the entire autumn and winter. <laughs> Poor squirrels. No, they sit, they sit on the fence and pull faces at him and they oh, make that chattering noise and, and shake and their tails. And he just, yeah, but he just goes <laughs> mental. You think you're a dog? Yeah. <laughs> come on in, <Ed>, come on. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Anyway, shall we do some um, emails? Yes, do. Okay. To be honest, I don't really know what to say about this week, Lucy. No, it, but I'm just very relieved about Chelsea. That is my overwhelming feeling is relief. Relieved about Chelsea. Happy about Paul. Bored to tears at the hot tub. But, oh, yeah. The, oh, oh, yeah. Mick. Oh, yeah, Joy. Mick. Yeah. You know, like people were sort of going on Twitter... Is Mick a wrong'un? I don't think he is, is he? No, I don't. He sounded like a nice bloke. Yeah, I think he's Look, just a bit over-enthusiastic and, and she's trying to calm him down and yeah. he doesn't want to be calmed down. Also, and I thought Lee and Joy, absolutely lovely. Yeah, sweet. yeah. They've got such a sweet relationship. Yeah. So that was, all, that was all good. You're my friend too, Lee. Oh, yeah, he's like, why would I want to talk to Helen <laughs> when I could just talk to you? <laughs> and... um. Uh, Lee kind of being very awkward about, you know, yeah. when she said, oh, yeah. he's told me, he loves me. Yeah. And Lee was like, um. <laughs> no, and also whenever when he was talking to Mick as well about, oh, yeah. well, we got back to the B&B. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. So oh, just constant the time here, Mick. Constant yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lee was really funny this week. He was, he was. He's got good, good, he's got good timing, I think. He has, he has. Uh, right, now, do you remember that we were talking about has anybody else had a termination on Ambridge and we mentioned Greg um, 
Greg the gamekeeper, whose daughter ended up living with Helen. Yes. 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 Well, Liz has filled in all the details, which I had forgotten. Greg's ex-wife, she said, who had moved to France with their girls, was a nasty control freak who kept threatening to prevent Greg seeing his daughters. This was a major component, along with the pressure under which Brian put him at work, in the stress Uh which resulted in Greg... Ooh, redecorating the cottage walls with his brain, as Liz puts it. Oh, three or oh four years. Three or Whoa. four years later, Helen was living in the flat over the shop and had a boyfriend called Leon. Oh yeah, eighteen-year-old yeah. Annette turned up, having fled her mother, and Helen let her move in. Then Helen was out. Leon turned up at the flat, seduced Annette. Annette, who became pregnant, had a termination, and he dumped Helen. When Helen found out. She was determined to live a man-free existence and embarked on the conception of Henry. Uh, she said things were so much less melodramatic back then. Um, although Olivia reckons that Annette never grasped up Leon. Helen figured out that it was Leon that was the father of Leon was Annette's the bartender, birth. wasn't he? Something like that, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Mm. Interesting. Funny I've... how you only remember, I only remember sort of snippets and then... Mm. But yes, the whole arc. Wow. Mm. Um, right. Uh, this is from Patricia, um, who is time traveling also, and she's now oh. reached the trial of Helen Archer. Oh, my goodness. What? Uh, oh, my God. And I um, fondly re-listened to Graham Seed playing a juror, Dennis the Slaughterman. Um, Dennis could work for Vince Casey, she said. The scriptwriter's Mr. Trick. I'm passing this idea on to Lucy Harrod and Mr. Newby. If Graham Seed should be interested in appearing on your podcast, I'm giggling already at the sketch you could write. Thanks for the super song involving John Shuttleworth. Some of my favourite things, mixing and mashing. Very super duper. Love to all. The scenes where George Port pheasant poults instead of young turkeys actually gave me some sympathy for him. He's only a lad and we've all made fools of ourselves. Yes, he should have known better from all the years of working with turkeys and helping his father occasionally with gamekeeping, but it helps round out his character. I agree, Patricia. That's why I felt a little bit guilty, especially when Clary said, well, some of them, are, some, what did she say? Some are they. Some oh, of they, they are like Lizzie. that. I wanted to record I know. Because you're always telling me to they, do they turkeys. They turkeys. And they I boys. don't, I never, never clocked that before. But then she was like, they, yeah, yeah. she said. Some of they yeah, are they like are they, yeah. they people. Yeah. No, they, they, they teenagers or yeah. something. <laughs> oh, yeah, she it was so funny. Oh, I really, really, I wanted to record that. But but that's the thing. But he is a shit, isn't he? But I guess you just—he's just a young. But if he dick. is, and yeah, and if he is lost at school and he's struggling because yeah. he's not—he yeah. has got ADD or he's, you know, blah blah blah. Well, he just his brain doesn't learn in the way that yeah. other people's brain works. But we've already been down this route with Johnny at Bridge Farm, who is now appears to have spontaneously combusted and is never heard I think from. He's gone travelling. Ah. Uh. But 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 um, with a George though, I felt like we are about to hear it because you know I think you know he was really going but I genuinely did want Brad to ask Mia out and he was going I did it sort of he yeah. was sort of saying I did do it from the best yeah. intentions and I believed him actually yes I think he genuinely does want Brad and Mia to be together but then when he was talking about the button girls I was really that was really uncomfortable yeah I know but that's Ooh. just a dicky it's boy, what yeah, yeah. It? Yeah. It, it, can you imagine if Tilly Button had come over he yeah. just would have immediately <laughs> gone bright red and not been able to say anything <laughs> oh I locked them both up you're not wrong about Georgie are you Georgie is pretty hot if Georgie wants me to be his Tilly Button, I'll be... Uh, but he can press my Tilly Button. <laughs> That's the one. She said stiltedly. Um, uh, and also, button. Brad looks exactly like I thought Brad would. Yeah, he does. He does. He's Him and Chelsea such look, a lovely look. boy. Gets on my nerves, but yeah, mm. totally. Well, that's totally. because he's not a horrible, disingenuous yeah. bitch, which is what you seem to like. So no, I did quite like the Hugh Grant Mia stuff. Actually. Yeah. And, Why um... would you? Why would you want? It's fine. I'll just go and drown, drown myself. It's fine. See you later. <laughs> if I'm not <laughs> dead. Bye. Sweet. And the fact the Matt store around Belvisham Cathedral yeah. made me laugh. And then he ended up going something like um ratio <laughs> something it sort of ended up on this really it lame was very cute yeah but then mia bless her to clary she was like i don't like him but i just wanted to yeah but, but i hope she does i hope but because mia seems a lot older than brad that's yes the only thing. yes miles and a lot more mature well it's mia. partly because he's still got that slowly squeaky yeah. voice and I loved him trying to lamp Ben and then punch in the Oh, that was post. funny. Actually, there were, that's the thing. There were some, when you yeah. remember, there were some very funny 
yeah. excellent scenes this week. Yeah, yeah, that was. But it was it was funny, isn't it? It was um, all quite old fashioned. Wasn't yes, it? yeah. But I guess that's what yeah that's what this week made me feel that we're a little bit back in the. I don't mind it. Back, well, I back, think people being in were 1954, but. going on. There was a lot of sort of um, listener rumblings about the fact that so many of the like the older ones have just. In fact, my mum said it last week. She said the older ones have sort of shuffled off. Yeah. And gone very quiet. And now it's all teenager, yeah. young stuff. It's all very Hollyoaks, but not quite as mental. Oh, and, it definitely um, wasn't Hollyoaks, though. It's just not really Hollyoaks. No, though, but you it? know what I mean? Sort of lots of teenage storylines, yeah. teenage yeah. angst, young people's issues, blah, blah, blah. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that as long as it's balanced. Um, but then they are sort of taking teenagers and putting them in quite sort of heartbeat last of the summer wine scenarios, yes. which is I, quite interesting. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That, uh, it, that, so therefore, it's a good balance, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yes. There's nothing massively contemporary about those teenagers, no. I didn't think. <laughs> Even the sort of, what, she's... Yeah. Like, they did try and use some sort of um, language from 2019. Yes. They were the girls, but... I, yeah. But um, no, I, 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 yeah, it was, it was good, it was good. Um, this is Jane in Cornwall. Uh, please do not stop your chat about your domestics Harriet's little catastrophe stories are very funny and I make sure I am sure makes us all feel it's not just me then Um, however your ghost child story was terrifying Lucy yes I'm sorry about that I was thinking about that this week actually (sighs) and I've since I've had lots of people sending me theirs which are equally as terrifying which is probably why (laughs) I'm having nightmares every night um I was willing them all to end up in the hot tub together. I was so happy when they did, and it was brilliantly written and acted. The ladder through the stained glass window was totally unbelievable, but again, pure archers. I know the will she won't she have the baby storyline is tedious, but the actor who plays Tracy and Chelsea have played their parts really well. I cannot speak for all DIYers, but I agree with your comment about DIY making people feisty. I think I get pissed off as it all takes three times as long as expected, so perhaps that frustration gets transferred to the archers. But then that is one of the reasons we listen to soaps i think love and thanks jane i agree about chelsea and tracy because actually in a way they their relationship is the sort of saving grace of what could be a sort of quite a tricky troubling storyline yeah you know like actually tracy is is actually the mum that is like literally the perfect mum isn't she yeah you couldn't have a more even the garlic <laughs> mushrooms yeah. was so sweet wasn't yeah. it and and lovely yeah. like she is the most she is the most loving mom yes. she's sort of gone from being but i did love her barely able to control her impatience though when she said and chelsea said so mum i've come up with this idea about how i'm going to make and she said so you made the decision then have you and she's going yeah mum mum i'm just going to tell you and she's going so what is it then so what does that mean I would have completely lost it. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't think I would have. Because I. Cause but you're doing I, patient I, parenting. Oh yeah. Surely, yeah, exactly. oh, Harriet. It's been very hard. <laughs> very hard this week because for some reason my husband's not on board with it, Lucy. Because he li- doesn't have That's an ounce of patience. He would rather get things done than be a patient parent. Exactly. And this week I was going, but like, just think of Rex's nervous system, and he was like, "What's it got to do with nervous system?" <laughs> Just put your shoes on, we're going! <laughs> so I'm trying to do patient wifing, but I can't oh, do both. I no. can't do One both. One or the other. I'll choose yeah. the parenting over the wifing. Yes, yes. And he can just... You can do furious <laughs> wifing and patient parenting. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing, yeah. Lucy. <laughs> Completely alienating the father <laughs> of the children <laughs> over my decision to be a patient parent. It is hard. Oh, my God. When you've got a three-year-old, it's hard. Well, three-year-olds were designed to stretch <laughs> you to the utmost limit. Do you remember who was? Do you remember that stand-up, a female stand-up? I can't remember who she was, and she said she was at the absolute. He had driven her. Three-year-old had just driven her to the. She was, you know, she just felt like crying. She was on the verge of tears. Yeah. And um, he was, I didn't want to eat that. He didn't want to do that. He didn't want to put his shoes on. He was too hot. He didn't want his jumper on. He didn't oh, want to take his off. God. And um, <laughs> the uh, socks. she said, do you know? Yeah. It's the socks. <laughs> 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 He's basically like Chelsea. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, and uh, she got to the point where she was just completely just <laughs> done. Just done. And she said, do you know what? You can have whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. And he turned around and looked at her and said, I don't want whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that's, 
That's it. That's why trying to reason with them is pointless because they are just saying things that are going to reduce you to wanting to strangle them. That is it. That's what they're designed to do. <laughs> there is no, there is no answer. No. You, you put, you put, you put the jump right. You take it off. You put yeah. it on. You, you. I, there yeah. is no answer. And they are if- seeing how much can I wind this person up. And she still has to be nice to me. Hmm. How far does this extend? <laughs> oh my God! It's very yeah. It's it's the clothes. It's yeah. the you know needing a wee. It's yeah. just you know it's the not. It's just yeah. also the con- constantly wanting to be with their mum, which is yes. lovely, lovely <laughs> but doesn't. I've got like I've got there's there's like four other people that yeah. live in our house. He doesn't want any of them. <laughs> just me. <laughs> This so. toast is the wrong sort of toast. I want the toast we had yesterday. <laughs> not Mommy with the bit. Yeah. Mommy do it! Mommy! Okay, darling, go on. Go on, what's your toast, darling? Go on. Patient, 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 patient. Come on, guys. Guys, you just want to stay as possible. It's fine. And all the other members of the family have just got their head in their hands. Because <laughs> <laughs> breakfast is never fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, talking of food. Oh, yeah. Oh, have we got more food? Mm. Have we got well, chocolate advent calendars? Yeah, no. Uh, Claire Hall has made a chicken and mushroom pie <gasps> on, on based on yours. Um, With Dorset pastry? I don't know. I don't think so. And this time, she likes putting little uh, decorations on the top. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love that. So she has done Krusty's washing line of pants. Oh my, you're joking. Nope. She said, men's <gasps> pants only as I can only cut pastry in a straight line. Wow. Have you, has she sent a photo? Yep. Pleased to report there was no liquid leakage, but this was just luck rather than technique. Oh my God. Can we put it on Twitter? Yes. It's brilliant. That's amazing. Because um, my mum used to always put our initials on any oh, pie and it was so lovely yeah and i try to do that with my children but as you know lucy <laughs> i don't have success with no, pastry no. and so they just turn into blobs or just fall into the liquid so my children have never seen my attempts at loving them through pastry my sister says she says if you're a chef you can either make pastry or bread oh really yeah she said if people are shit at pastry they're usually really good at bread I mean, I wouldn't even know, because I thought you could only get pastry out of a packet, so I wouldn't even know oh, that you could just bread. make your own pastry. <laughs> or you're at, there's no way I'd ever make my own bread. Stop it. I'll just get it out of a plastic bag. Thank you very much. <laughs> While I'm patient parenting, do you think I've got time to make patient pastry? Patient <laughs> or have pastry. the patience to do anything apart from podcasts and parenting. Making pastry is ace, particularly if you've just been doing gardening. And you need to get the, oh, the, the stuff out oh, from under your fingernails. It's the gross. ideal way of doing it. Oh, my God. Mm. And then serving it up. Yes. With a oh. little smile as your delighted family tuck in. <laughs> oh, <yuck>. How disgusting. <laughs> that's, that's abusive parenting. Uh, passive aggressive, I like to think of it. Anyway, um, this is from Victoria know, Banks what, Price. Oh, we'll put that picture up because I'd love yes. to see it if we're allowed to. Uh, she says, I love your podcast. As an obsessive Archers listener, you both feed my habit. I was an enforced listener as a child, but then got properly into it. And my therapist recommended it due to the... <laughs> no, listen. Recommended it due to the Rob Helen parallel with my own life. I managed oh to escape oh before it got custody, she said. Oof. Oh my God, I'm so sorry to laugh. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, wow. blindly, that's a story. Anyway, she said, I want to put a vote in for Chelsea keeping the horribun, not for any scriptical or altruistic reasons, but because I too am 18 weeks pregnant. I am a civil oh. servant, 40-year-old geriatric mother-to-be oh. with bad hair, shacked up with an accountant pushing 50. Oh, oh my God, so gorgeous. This one is lovely and nothing oh, like Rob, she a says. Lovely, Hurrah! lovely partner. Oh, hooray. So I don't have much in common with Chelsea, but an archer's twin would be the ultimate in auspicious starts it in would. life. It Plus, I would much rather be mummy mates with Chelsea than the horrid gossipy <laughs> Natasha. Well, because I've got a twin with Helen. Henry and Eliza ah. are twins. And that's probably why I like Helen and no one else does, because I feel we have a bond. I think but Will Grundy is, is exactly the same age as, as William. William, yeah. William! William! So you, you named William. My William and her William. That was old Clary, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, we got that's... two of a Williams. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Faye Williams. Don't have to get around. Um, that would be that would be amazing mm. to have a. I, I think having an Archer's twin, twin. Yeah. is lovely. Yeah. Well, oh, it doesn't I'm look so... like you're going to get that, Vicky. So I'm sorry. But Vicky, I'm so happy that this story. Has, yes. Um, panned out beautifully. Yes, and I hope it, I hope your accountant is brighter than Lee. Oh. I'm sure he is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you haven't got bad hair either. I mean, come on, we've all got we've. Let's face it. Once you get over a thirty-three, yeah. yeah, it's hard to. It's hard. You, you have to spend a lot of money to not have shit hair. Mm. And time takes well, ages. Yeah, I tell you, well, I tell all, oh, oh, Lucy, just get yourself down to Bolts and get yourself some fr- a frizzies product oh. because because that is my saving grace now. Mm. Every time I put my frizzies mousse in, people go, "Oh, your hair looks nice." <laughs> and I just thank John Frieda. Yeah. Um, so Thanks, that, that would be my recommendation. Shout out to John Frieda. <laughs> and um, hug your hug your baby. Yes. Uh, Justine, this is listening from Malta. Also, can we have updates on that baby? I yes. Babies, yeah. 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 Anyway, Justine from Shout Malta. We're doing that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Sorry. From Malta. Malta. Wait. Uh, after Harriet's drooling over the actor playing George in last week's podcast, yeah. I went to the BBC The Archer's website to see if I could find a photo of him. <laughs> Bet you did. Expecting some serious eye candy, I was horrified to see a photo of a revoltingly Neanderthal-looking youth with an alarmingly unattractive <laughs> stance and grimace. After a nanosecond of panic that playing a dinosaur had not only affected Harriet's vocal cords but also her vision, I googled the actor's name to my relief. I found a plethora of photos depicting a hunk of Harrison-like proportions and assumed this is who Harriet was drooling over. And quite rightly so. Maybe he's got an old photo, an old headshot on his Archer's cast. Yeah, maybe. Well, anyway, she says, uh, Long may your dulcet tones tickle my eardrums. She listens to us on the bus going to work, she said. (laughs) Yay, she's going to get a fright when when you fall off your chair earlier. Yes, sorry about that. She's going to jump up from her seat. Oh, Jane from Cornwall has messaged again. And said, hey. I keep giggling about Harriet's heads I've known. Wondering if, <laughs> wondering if it could be sampled and Matt Rodriguez Payne could do a 90s retro oh dance track with it. Oh my God. We could go viral. Heads I've known. Heads I've known. So maybe I'll, I'll, if you just do a heads I've known. I'll, I'll just send an imagery to Matt. Heads I've known. That's so no. That's so no. You can just take the best one. Yeah. That's so no. <laughs> uh, this one is called <laughs> Natasha's Bloody Window from Rachel Price. That just about sums it up. Yep. I am also part of the 26th something gang that listens to the Archers. I just love it. Yes. This week, Natasha banging on about my window was so annoying. It's not (laughs) your window. It's for the village. Her Welsh accent just made it worse. I am pleased Alan is trying to put a stop to it. Why can't they restore the Jack Woolley window and add some stars for the children? Thanks for the podcast. Love you, Rachel. Well, they could actually. That's what they'll do, isn't it? They'll just add some stars for the children. They shouldn't have anything to do with... Why should one family be celebrated? Well, that's oh, what Alan said. What's going on? Can you hear me? You're still there? Yeah. Hello? 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 I'm here. Yes. Can you Why hear me? has Dolly Parton started playing? Oh, my God, Lucy. What is going on? I don't Can know. Can you hear me, though? Is Dolly... Has Cooper press play? Is he doing his karaoke again? What What's the hell going is on? going on? Is it, I can't... To, if, if it helps, I can't hear Dolly. Okay. I don't know what that was. No, it was the seeker. Anyway, Dolly Parton just popped into the podcast. I don't know why. Is this your fever talking? I don't know. Is this your vaccination? Harriet, I'm not feeling very... Anyway, let's carry on. Let's finish Uh, up, babes. (laughs) Before there's some sort of incident. Not too far. Um, This is Gemma Campbell. There is nothing like a dame. Nothing in this... Sorry, carry on. Uh, I am also a younger listener, she says. Starting listening in 2011 at eight... basically radio We are down with the ute, Harriet. Started listening in 2011 at 18 years old when I was at uni and studying English language and lit, and we were discussing the archers in terms of dialect. Oh, interesting. Uh, Mostly Tony groaning, go on, pigs. I remained a committed (laughs) listener since, much to the amusement of my family. I am now 30 and due a baby in March. Oh, my God, Lucy. This is crazy. Do you think we're some sort of fertility thing? <laughs> Maybe our podcast is so sexy mm. that people just 
can't keep a hold of themselves. Or we just make family life with children sound so brilliant <laughs> that people are just having unprotected sex all oh over the God. shop. Can we, can we write a book? <laughs> no. This um, is exciting. It oh, is. So many babies. We've got yes. to have the, the, we've, the okay, play group. I'm starting yeah. the baby club. Okay. She said, you two lovely ladies will be hopefully accompanying me through labour and beyond with night feeds and sleepless nights. Push, ha- just push. Harriet, push. get baby club started ASAP, she says. Baby club, the baby club, yeah. Much yeah. love, Gemma from Northern Ireland. P.S. How dare the scriptwriters try to redeem Natasha when she's an old cow? I know, but that's why I love her. Because mm. she's a two-faced bitch. She's a Gemini. Let's face it. And some of my best friends are Gemini. Once you... Because if you know what... If you understand that they're a bitch and that they just can't help it, it's part of their personality, it's fine. Because they're good fun. They are. Because hmm. we're cancers, Lucy, aren't we? Yes. We're the opposite of Gemini. Yes. We've never bitch about anyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Louis Atkinson. Hello, Ambridge on the Couch. Hello. After having heard about the other young people listening to the podcast, I thought I would bring up the time a 17-year-old listener. Oh, stop it. William. I grew, <laughs> I grew up in France and my mum got me into it. Wow. Whereas my siblings are forced to listen to it when my mum does, I voluntarily listen. Oh, I, love I love listening this. to your podcast at the weekend. All the best and carry on the good work. Louis Atkinson. Thank you, Louis. Oh, Louis, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thanks. Why? <laughs> oh, well, I listened avidly as a teenager. Yeah, me too. Um, and the thing is and then it sticks with you They're, the mm. archers becomes your family yeah. that's why you're allowed to be a little bit horrible about them sometimes yes. but yes. because whenever one is horrible about the archers it doesn't mean we don't it's like kids isn't it they are our kids we love them unrequitedly mm. but we're allowed to bitch about them yes yes and if anyone else does we pull their heads off <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly completely yeah. I will not have anyone else say a bad word about the so archers. when I read somebody saying about the archers archers listeners are all blue rinse blah 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 blah. I get front <laughs> frothing on the mouth with rage well we'll just put Louis on the front cover of yes the, everything the archers. yes this, in fact we'll this... just take down all our idents and just have a picture of Louis <laughs> And the pie with the pants on it. And Cooper. And Cooper. <laughs> Cooper can't stand the archers, can he? Because yeah. he just wants to be out chasing squirrels. squirrels. Mm. Who's that executive producer? He doesn't actually <laughs> like the programme he's producing. Anyway, uh, Becky from Cuckoo Down Farm has emailed. Yes, Becky. Are you in Devon? Um, Are you glamping? Hello, it's Becky again from a real life farm down here in deepest Devon. Just cringing at Alice posh-splaining to yes, humble me a grundy about I all things equestrian this that. week. Especially when she went, oh, why aren't you riding anymore? Mm. Is it because you're scared of horses? It's like, no, because it's too expensive. Yeah. The scriptwriter has clearly been reading The Ladybird Book of Ponies. This is a horse, (laughs) a magnificent but gentle creature. Or more likely, has spent three minutes Googling Wikipedia on horses. And so given Alice a set of the most unrealistic words ever to come out of a genuinely horsey person's mouth. I know. I totally agree. I found it cringe, that scene. Can I just point out that Mia Grundy has since the age... He's a jolly, enormous horse. Look at those forelocks. Look at those proud and beautiful. (laughs) Mia has, since the age of two, been stepdaughter to Will Grundy. Her family has had Bartleby for so long that he is now arguably the world's oldest ever horse, i.e. the Peggy Archer of the equine world. Unless Bartleby died and I missed that bit. But anyway... Mia will have been around Bartleby most of her life and Gemma the Pony, so she would know perfectly well all about horses and would not stand there gawping and marvelling as if they were white rhino or something. She would know how to keep them and whether or not it's cruel to have them in a stable. As for the lines about using a gag bit, woo, says (laughs) 23-year-old Townley scriptwriter, a gag sounds kind of cruel. That could be what they talk about. What's complete and utter bollocks? Yes, it's called a gag, but it's not an actual gag as in S&M torture. Give me strength. It's just a fairly strong bit that you might use for riding something exciting and adrenaline fueled like cross country, as in the stable's new venture, remember. My blood pressure cannot take much more of this. At the end of each Archer's episode, they name check the agricultural advisor, but if they're going to ever do more scenes at the stables, they need an equestrian advisor too. Otherwise, I'm going to be howling at the radio. Maybe I should put myself forward. P.S. Is Bartleby still alive? Does anyone know? Yours calmly, <laughs> Becky Sheaves. And breathe, oh, Becky, Becky. that really made me laugh. I was Posplaining is genius. Yeah. Posplaining, yes. I love that. That, because I couldn't quite yeah. work out why I didn't enjoy that Alice scene, mm. but it, she just... Me, the yeah. way she was talking, it was yeah. the way she was talking to Mia. Mm. Like Mia was five. Yeah, you know, and then all this sort of like, 
And I'm the boss of the stables now, so look at all my fantastic horses. Yeah. And, um, yes, I, is Bartleby dead? I think not, but we haven't heard about him for ages. Did he die? I think he died. Do you think he did when Joe died of, of heartbreak? No. No, because like it's an, not like Disney. Like an elephant. No. Um... <laughs> Oh dear, someone will know. Hello, everybody out there. Is Bartleby dead? Yeah, we need to know that ASAP. And if he's not, quickly get him in a scene. Yes. Quick. Yes. Maybe he's on respite. You know, like in Black Beauty when they go into a field. I love Black Beauty. I've started listening to it again on Audible. It teaches you an awful lot about horses, Lucy. You could almost write a scene about horses if you listen. (laughs) It's a lot about gagging and stuff. <laughs> Not in a sexy way. Um, uh, right, this is Jake, uh, who changes the name of, of what we're called every Mia's time he messes us. brother. Uh, yeah. This time, he's calling us Dear Diamonds and Clubs. <laughs> because <Excuse>. jealousies. <laughs> Dear oh, Diamonds and Clubs. Firstly, the amount of people with very strong accents is surely telling us it is soon panto season. <laughs> I am missing the Sopranos from Birmingham myself just to make the full set. I come from Birmingham. Secondly, the delicate description of love through Brad and Mia, Tracy and her daughter, the vet and his lover's son, Mia and a horse, George and himself, Helen's children and bubble bath, Alice and forgiveness, and Natasha and her past. Oh, my heart. Take care, he says. <laughs> Sweet. I, th- I didn't think it was about love. I thought it was about people going, right, I've had a sod enough of this. Because Alan suddenly went, right. I'm, you know, after... Yeah, after... but that's Alan's love for the church. Yeah, but it's after... Love for his principles. After, uh, we're just remembering he had some. It was after Jimus saying, are you a man or a vicar? Yes, oh. it was actually. It was his pride, really, yeah. wasn't it? And, uh, and I like those scenes because it's nice that Jimus is an avowed atheist, but they still have a good relationship and they still yes. can take... Ad- well... Yes, Jimus doesn't a, take advice from anybody, but he was taking it, you know. He, no, he's. He, Alan he, will accept advice from Jimus. Yes, exactly. And Jim is very principled, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. And sort of has got a good moral compass. Yeah. We think. Unlike yeah. Martin, he's just a twat. Well, Jimus will stand up for his principles at the cost of everything. And Alan is a bit more of a weather vane, isn't he? He just sort of twiddles around because he's trying to keep everybody happy. And a bit scared of Isha. Mm. Yes. <laughs> If they do that window, Usha's going to be chucking pigeons through it before we know what's happening. <laughs> I reckon Usha and Natasha oh should God. go out for a Can drink and have a right good time. Who was it that Ruth ended up? Oh, yeah. Ruth, Usha and, and Stella. Stella. Yeah. They, had a, they had a great time. Stella. Yeah. <laughs> come come back, Stella. We miss you. Um, She's not doing Panto, is she? She'll be she'll doing be some gritty police drama. Ve- yeah, she'll be yeah. doing ITV drama yeah. for sure. She'll turn up on the front cover of the Radio Times looking stressed in a high-vis jacket any minute. <laughs> She's got a great police face. Yeah, she? yeah, she has. Serious. Yeah. Yes, gritty. She means business. But thoughtful. Empathic. But, but attractive. Yeah, and a bit of a maverick, maybe. You know, <laughs> because we haven't had that with a policeman who doesn't play by the rules. What, got a dark past? Do you think? No do you way. think we could? No, I know, I know, I know. It's just out there. Nobody would do that, would they? No. Um, uh, Lucy, yes. can I just say a big thank you for um, to our reviewers? Because um, I was like, oh, I haven't done a shout out for reviews for ages. So then I went on, assuming that the last. That's why it's because they're trying August. to stop you doing a shout out. So they just think, Rick, if we all do I it, know. she won't have to keep going on about but it. People have just spontaneously reviewed us. Really? Yeah, honestly, like like even like last week. But generally, people are so lovely, and just I just wanted to do a big, big thank you to anyone that's reviewed ever and or recently because it actually does mean a lot. Yes, it, Lucy? it does. Especially when you're not even expecting anyone to bother. No, when Harriet hasn't bullied you into it and you're no, doing it spontaneously. Exactly. I was like, why would you do that? It's just <laughs> so nice. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> anyway, but um, anyway, we're fine because our audio levels by January, Lucy, are just going to be phenomenal. I'm going to get that thing today because you're, you're going on that- about it, which is always a hint that you want me to fix something. <laughs> Not me, Lucy, just that one reviewer. No, you always, think, you always think you're doing it very subtly and you're about as subtle as a half brick. So, yes, all right. I'm no, but I said you could have my spare one. It's only because I found it the other day and I was like... Who no, do? I don't want one you've gobbed all over. I want my own one. <laughs> Yours will have bits of peanut on it and a bit of We're hummus done. and will. a drawing pin stuck in it. 
It'll have, a, it'll have kids sick on it. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if you could hire one first just to test it out because I don't. This want is to... sounding more complicated by the moment. I'm just going to tell you what. It'll be cheaper and quicker for me just to buy a studio technician. I'll do that. <laughs> Should we just buy an engineer? Yeah, yeah. You can live in the shed until we need him. Because now we're going yeah. over to Radio Borsetshire. Colin, Colin, I am really confused. I am trying to keep up with current affairs and none of it will keep still. All royal family have had reshuffle. Now Prince Charles is King Charles Spaniel, yes? And Kate Middleton is Queen of Wales now and not Queen of Cambridge. That is nice for her as it is more illy and interest. But Camzilla, she is Queen of Consort. Where is Consort? Where? Oh! Hello, hello, this is me, Febreze of Felpersham, looking like I have just stepped out of the salon, because I have. You probably know, if you too are into current affairs, that Lizzie Tressel has died all in a sudden. Many people, well, Auntie Jean, say I should think of becoming PM, so I am throw my bandana into ring. Yes, I am asking showing everyone my stump. At the moment, UK is laugh-stocking with our politics. Even in Eurovision, we do not have the same problem, but we do election in different way to you. In Eurovision, we do not have little boxes and people in bobbly hats standing outside village all. We have an island and we row everyone what wants to be president out to island. Then we all put our hands up and the one everyone like get rowed back. The other stay there until dead. Simple but effective. Oh, actually, it is a bit like UK, I think, as if you have a minister you don't like, then you also send them to Ireland. So, here are my policies for my prime ministerness. Health. Everyone should have some health, as it is good for you. To stop the waiting list for NHS, I have a good plan. Everyone should have a friend that they call instead of ring their doctor. They say, I have hurty leg or funny rash, and the friend will say, oh, it is probably nothing. Or they will look on the internet and say, my God, you only have a week to live. Either way, you will either get better or die, but the important thing is you do not take up space in hospital. Power. It is now very expensive. Everyone should light their wood burner and sit around the diptych candle. Graham say this is bad for greenhouse gases, but many people do not even have greenhouse, so I think that is fine. And anyway, they can always open greenhouse window. International relation. Well, yes, I have some international relation, and that is why I am here and not there. A Christmas card saying, so sorry, I do not have time to write more, but I hope you are all well. I am very busy and important. Goodbye. Happy Christmas tidings is all the international relations you need, unless it is with Justin Trudeau. Like any good team leader, I will need a strong team around me. Justin Trudeau, for example, who I will work closely with, I think. Also, Carol Vorderman can be Chancellor as she is good at counting and also if things go wrong she can just post another picture of herself in tight top and everyone say, oh, okay, Carol, never mind. If Carol Vorderman is too busy then maybe Jolene would consider being Chancellor. She would be very good as married to Kenton. She is good at making a little go a long way. Kate Madikani Ostrich will be in charge of overseas development as she has had a lot of South Africa in her over the years. Brian's cock can be in charge of space. I do not understand what he say, but he have lovely air. I cannot seem to find anyone what can be Department of Agriculture, though, as everyone in Ambridge just seem to specialise in teenage pregnancy and feeling. Oh, I will reverse Brexit too, as now flying take too long, and I do not have enough time in Joe Maloney, as I have to queue up. So, vote for me, Febreze of Felpersham, free eyelash tint for all. 
My platform is reinforced and I believe in free love as I am certainly not going to pay for it. I will even pick you up in my woohoo to take you to police station if necessary. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Febreze. Febreze. Are you doing the next bit? Well, who is red actually? Me. I don't know. It changes, doesn't it? If you would like to visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the couch, you can support us at any subscription levels and we will do nice things for you. <laughs> Just email, email <laughs> that, Lucy. That's really seedy. <laughs> <laughs> look out for the advent calendar, guys. <laughs> oh, God, yes, I haven't done that. <laughs> it's fine. It's nearly November. Okay. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, at, at on Ambridge. <laughs> Lucy, I'm a really nice person. Mm. There's nothing, Natasha, about moi. No. <laughs> I'm just a just a sweet old cancer person. Yeah. Um. Uh, support us. Ambridge on the couch. At on Ambridge. Fabrice <laughs> is at fabulous Fabrice. Or you can email us at Ambridge on the couch at gmail.com. And now we have the Matt Rodriguez pain <laughs> oh, bit. This sounds good. This made me laugh. It is a tribute to Russ. <laughs> Uh, from Matt Rodriguez Payne. Ready? Oh, so you've got to yes. cast yourself back to the 70s, yep. sitting on the swirly carpet on your parents' floor and waiting for this. Ross running round Lower Loxley. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because it's seventies? No, it's Benny Hill. Oh, it doesn't really mean anything to me. Oh, oh well, if it doesn't mean anything to you, 80s. it's going to do nothing to the embryos <laughs> that are apparently listening to this all over the place. No, because they might be into that. Oh, I mean, no, no, not ironically. Ironically, <laughs> ironically. No, I did. Way. I did get the. Uh, I obviously, obviously, have heard that that theme music. I know yeah. what Benny Hill was. Yes. Is was is he Awful. still alive no 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 good thing probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> what was a touch touch of a benny hill week though wasn't it it was it was <laughs> especially the headbutting the, the cosmos ball piece headbutting the um uh the gatepost and uh things like that yes <laughs> yes um now then you go and get well soon young lady i will thank you go and have a lie down and some more All paracetamol right. okay well done for getting jabbed thank you very much and um well i knew i was going to feel shit so i thought well i'll just i might just as well get them yeah. all out of the way no definitely than, yeah that's the way to do it otherwise you'd have yeah, yeah exactly you might as well have double shit weekend yeah. and two i should have thought actually when i said to the lady she said oh you're having both and i said yes and she went really okay <laughs> the nurse and i was like what what <laughs> the nurse. The nurse. you really want to do this yeah I thought right. they were supposed to have both. I thought that was the thing. They were like a combo thing. Or are they separate? Separate. But I thought they sort of encouraged you to have both. Oh, did they? I don't know. Because there's flu and COVID. Yes. They don't want you getting either. No. Well, I definitely didn't want fluvid. That was the main thing. Oh, so I thought exactly. I would have it now. Um, and so, well, we'll discuss Advent Calendar. Okay. Uh, <laughs> after yes. half term. After, after half term, yes. Um, and when you've Christmas stopped patient drinks. parenting and you've got no <laughs> hair left and you're drinking heavily in the morning. <laughs> Can you imagine me after this week? After a week of not, not. not very patient parenting. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to the Viking Museum on Tuesday. Ooh, that's yes. Yes. And afternoon tea at Betty's. Oh, lovely. Yes, yes. won't that be fun? Yeah. I can't oh, take, are you taking your kiddie winkies? Yeah. Oh, it's Tilly there. Yeah. York. Yeah. Oh, well, she should come and say hi. Go, go to the <laughs> I'm ghost. Sure she'd love that. Can she bring her ex? <laughs> go. I'll pay her, obviously. Hello? 
Hello. It's, Hello. it's coming. It's done again. Um, oh. uh, you, uh, go to the ghost shop. Um, it's a little shop and they sell handmade... In the shambles. Go- yes, and they, they sell little ghosts and they're all individual. And the children can have one each. They're like a little guardian one, angel thingy. Um, a little Tilly and a nighty. Oh, <laughs> but they, yes, they they all look sort of ghosty, but they're quite they're quite cute, and children tend to love them. Okay, okay, all right then. Yes. All right. They'll I like was that. Gonna, yeah, good. They love a gift shop anyway, yeah. don't they? Yes. Cool. They'll all get right. their pencil sharpeners well, from the Jorvik Viking Centre. <laughs> yes, Viking pencil sharpeners. Pencil with a rubber that's just smudges. <laughs> yeah. These rubbers just smudge. Yeah. Um, oh, we'll have a great week, Lucy. Thank you, and, and you. Uh, yeah, all right. And, and love. Um, we'll play out with Benny Hill. Cool. Bye, everybody. Right. Bye. Bye. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.